Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this fabulous and wonderful Thursday morning. Hope everybody slept well last night and ready to get your day going in the right direction. And appreciate you all getting up and joining me for this morning's devotions. Let's see what we have watching this morning. We got Miss Debbie Jackson Sop, Miss Amy Oaks Turner, Tracy Little, Michelle Fox Harris, the myth, the legend that is Miss Mousy. Darlene Barker, Angel Dixon, Carolyn Kelly, Christy Leolis, and Brandy Boyd Young. So appreciate uh, you all for tuning in. See, we've got quite a few watching this morning on top of that, but just all the names that I see thus far. So I uh, do hope everybody is doing well. And at this time, let us do our Pledge of Allegiance. So if you have the ability to stand and join me this morning, I encourage you to do so. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. I pledge allegiance to the Christian flag and to the Savior for whose kingdom it stands, one Savior, crucified, risen, and coming again with life and liberty to all who believe. I pledge allegiance to the Bible, God's holy word. I will make it a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. It will hide its words in my heart that I might not sin against God. Praise the Lord for these wonderful verses we get to say each and every verses, pledges we get to say each and every morning and uh, the freedom to do so. I tell you, it's just a very sad situation what's going on in uh, Ukraine. Uh, can't just... Uh, can't imagine, you know, how evil somebody could be to bomb a maternity ward. I mean, it's just, uh, it's just the the heart of evil, you know. But then again, you've got people who encourage uh, killing the unborn uh, voluntarily uh, here in this nation. It's just, uh, it's sickening. It's nauseating to say the least. Uh, you know, it is. Um, you know, it goes without saying how screwed up this administration is, uh, how bad things are getting, gas prices, the uh, uh, inability to lead. But um, something I, I thought was very interesting, I'm not a big conspiratorial person, theorist, whatever you want to call it. Uh, hello, Jennifer Honeygut and uh, uh, Rusty Paulus. Appreciate you tuning in. I, uh, and I'm not into all that conspiracy junk. There's a lot of stuff floating around out there. I just... You know, I don't give it, you know, a lot of people share it. Don't think any less of you if you do, but I just don't really buy into it. There's a lot of things people put out there uh, trying to infer end-time things that I got problems with. But, again, I don't keep my mouth shut. A lot of stuff I see posted, I just keep on scrolling. Ain't no point. I'm not the God Squad. But uh, something that uh, I thought was very interesting, though, is that, uh, of course, you know, this whole Bitcoin thing. I, I'm not entirely clear on on how all that works like this girl she did some goofy drawing uh that she done with uh using uh the interwebs or the uh computer or something i mean it looked like something a child would have drawn with a pencil you know i didn't you know and she made like uh like a million dollars i don't they said it sold for they considered it you know art and and people make these really weird drawings with this and so they're making all this money i don't I don't get it. I don't understand it, how that works. But my point is, is the fact that uh, he wants to uh, uh, take the dollar and uh, and use it in the same way, the same context, like a Bitcoin. In other words, you know, he wants to, uh, what do you call it, um, 
electronic currency is what he's leading towards, which, you know, you know makes you wonder about a one-world currency and uh, no longer having to deal with the exchange rates of, uh, of different countries and, and their money as well. If we all had just one type of currency and it was all digital, and then he makes you want to know if you're leading up to you can't buy or sell unless you have this digital mark, if you will. Don't know. Like I said, I'm not trying to infer what is not there. Uh, you know, of course, we know that um, the aspects of the mark of the beast will not come until the Antichrist reveals himself. You know, so don't be getting tore all to pieces. Like I said, there's stuff been floating around out there. Oh, this is the mark of the beast, and this is this. And I'm like, no, it's not, man. You know, you're, you're, I know you're hopped up right now. And I'm, hey, I'm excited about Christ's return as much as the next person. You know, I'm excited about it. We got to be careful, you know, not to be jumping to conclusions about things. We've got to take it as it comes. And uh, but you know, like I said, uh, the bad thing is even the very elect will be deceived in the end times. So we have to stand regard and be very careful. But I thought that was interesting this morning when I was uh, watching the news that he's wanting to uh, start wanting to uh, make the dollar a type of electronic currency. So uh, not sure. I'm curious how this may play out and where this may lead to. You know. But uh, it is sad to see. It's very interesting to see so many American veterans willing to go over to Ukraine to help train and help fight and to bring aid uh, to those individuals. I was thinking this morning, I thought, man, I wish I had the ability to go over there and uh, offer uh, first aid help and uh, uh, talk to people about Jesus and uh, kind of be like a uh, on-site chaplain, if you will, uh, to uh, assist these individuals. Uh, but, uh, you know, if, I, if that's what the Lord wants me to do, that's where I'd go. But uh, be be good to do that. I took a, See, I wanted to go into the medical field before I went to the ministry. Of course, and again, there's a lot of stuff I majored in that, <laughs> that I didn't, uh, didn't do. But uh, I really did have a strong interest in the medical field. I really wanted to be a pediatrician for a long time. And uh, I took uh, semester, semester courses in first aid and uh, at ETSU and uh, uh, everything from uh, helping to uh, uh, if a baby's choked up to have a, how to deliver a baby, how to deliver first aid, CPR and stuff. I mean, it's far more in depth than your regular CPR class you would take in a night or two. This is, like I said, a whole semester college course. Learned a lot in that. So, uh, and plus, I worked in the medical field for many years. And uh, so it is, uh, you know, hey, if that's what the Lord wants me to do, then I'll do it. But uh, I would like to be able to go over there and, and use that as an opportunity to spread the gospel more than anything, take Bibles and talk to people about the Lord. But uh, all right, my friends, let's look at our verse of discussion this morning. We're looking at James chapter 4, verse 7. Submit yourselves then to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. All right, my friends. You know, uh, if we can, let's, let's read that. Let's, I want to read something. I want to read uh, maybe a verse or two above that. And uh, let's see here. Hold on here. James 4, 7 here. Yeah, um... Yeah, I'd like to read verse 6 and then uh, through to verse 8 uh, to bring this more into context. Uh, verse 6 says, But he gives more grace, therefore it says, God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Submit yourselves therefore to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. You know, it is, um, it's, uh, you know, 
true. You know, we look at that there, that a man's heart is double-minded. You know, it's almost schizophrenic. I mean, you can you can look at the liberal ideology uh, and you look at in regards to schizophrenia. You know, it is uh, uh, my body, my choice, but yet uh, you're forced to wear a seatbelt. If it's your body, your choice, then what does it matter? If you, you can abort a baby, but you uh, will go to jail if you were to... Uh, break open an eagle's egg you know it is uh, the whole schizophrenic mentality of uh well uh you know they want to call conservatives uh racist but yet they hire people solely based on color and gender to me that is racist you know you're not hiring somebody based on their qualifications you're only doing it because of, of their skin pigmentation that is that to me is the epitome of racism the very thing that martin luther king uh, junior uh spoke against you know it is uh, uh so you talk about a schizophrenic mind we're seeing that today uh you know it is nauseating uh to see the the that they want to indoctrinate children uh with uh, this whole lgbtq thing as i hit on this a little bit last night it's just uh uh you know there is as far as not not only wanted to indoctrinate them as far as kindergarten on up or pre-k but now they're even having camps sex ed camps for third graders going into disgusting details that these kids have no business having to hear at this young of an age so our world is evil it is it is, it is rancid you know, you talk about, you know, remember, sin is abhorrent to God. I mean, you think about the most rancid smell that you can think of. Now, I've uh, opened up, you know, that's one bad thing about growing up in the South is because we use our butter uh, plastic containers as Tupperware. And so you don't know when you open that up if it's butter or if it's something been sitting in there for a year. <laughs> and I know growing up, there's times I reached in there and, and uh, opened that up. And it's like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> you know, it's like something has died. It is horrible. Uh, beyond belief how bad that can stink. And Well, you think how bad that is. And multiply that by a million. And that's how sin is as, as abhorrent in God's eyes and how much it stinks in the nostrils of God is our sin. And that's why we have to work hard to resist the devil. That's why we have to work hard to guard our hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. You know, I've, I've made mention of this several times, is the fact that pornography has affected uh, 50 million people worldwide, or maybe just in this nation. I can't remember if it's just in this nation alone or worldwide. Uh, those statistics that affect men and women and how it affects the brain. But the thing of it is, we have to be very careful uh, to, uh, when we read God's Word, using it as a way to defend ourselves, putting on that whole armor of God so that we're not viewing material that we know is wrong and not glorifying to God. And the devil makes it too easy to want to view these things. You know, it, it, you know, it, it could be as something as innocent as Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, and these images can pop up will you, because, you know, when, when somebody views pornography, well, it, it, they go from one image goes to a stronger image, to a stronger image, to a stronger image. To, and that's why you go from hardcore pornography to all kinds of, of disgusting, perverse things. 
uh, you're never satisfied. And that's why we have to be very careful on that slippery slope to resist the devil. And to when we feel that temptation, that's why we have to guard our hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. When thoughts flow through my head, I have to sit and pray, God, please, you know, I trust in you. Help me, Lord Jesus, to exhibit the self-control. Help me, Lord Jesus, to guard against those thoughts. Help me, Lord Jesus, to not think about those things that are not glorifying unto you. That's what I have to do. And if I have to do that, you're no better than I am. I know you have to fight against those thoughts and ideas that you know are wrong and sinful. And, you know, and it's not always that we're perfect people. It's not we're trying to be, um, uh, you know, uh, basing our works to get into heaven, but the fact is we are humbling ourselves, we are submitting ourselves to God because we understand He is in authority, we understand He is in control, and out of our love for Him, our devotion to God, we want to please Him. And that's why we have to be very careful. You know, it's like I was talking about last night, you know, how I deal with anxiety. And, uh, you know, I can feel it uh, every morning. I can feel it in my chest tightening up. And every morning I have to say, Lord, I trust in you. Just get me through today. Help me with today. Help me to, to do what is honoring in your eyes today. I ain't worried about tomorrow. I'm focusing on getting through today. Uh, because, like I was uh, saying last night, when you with that anxiety, it, when I, you know, that is exhibiting a lack of trust in God. Because either God is big enough to take care of every and all areas of your life, or He's not. I mean, it's, it's, it's your choice. Either you believe that God's big enough to take care of it, or He's not. So that's why we, I, I want to say, God, I submit myself. I humble myself to you. I know that you are in control, and I give this to you, and I let it go. And it's freeing. You know, I'm no longer held down by that bondage, by those chains. And that's why we have to resist. Now, understand, the devil is not everywhere. He is not uh, uh, omnipotent. He's not omniscient. You know, he can't, he doesn't know all things. He's not all powerful. Satan can, you know, that's why he sends out his, his demons to torment and to aggravate and to bring us down. So remember that. He's, he don't, he's not as powerful as God and nowhere near as powerful. And God has him on a short leash and he can only do so much. But the fact remains, we, he is sending those demons out to tempt us, to make us fall, to make us crumble, to make us to give in. And then when we are, if you are in an area of your life that you are weak in, uh, we need to make sure we're avoiding those pitfalls and snares. Whether you've got to put up parental guidelines on your uh, computer, uh, maybe you have a spouse or an accountability partner to help you put that up so you don't view things you shouldn't. If you have a problem with addiction, uh, you know, make sure you're getting the proper help or counseling. Uh, and avoiding those areas you know will cause you if you're hanging around certain people going to certain areas where you know you are tempted to take part in that addiction then that's stupid to hang around those types of individuals and places you know is going to cause you to foul, you know, foul up and mess up so we have to be very careful about that resist the devil put on the whole armor of God you know it's either you resist you fight or you give in and I think that's the problem with too many Christians today. They don't resist. They, there's no fighting. They just automatically just give in. They're tempted. They give in. And then there's that guilt. There's that conviction. They're like, I'm sorry, Lord. Forgive me. I'm sorry. You feel bad about it. Another day or two goes by. You get tempted. You fall right back into the trap. Do it again. And it's just like you can't. It's almost like a, a story of Tar Baby. Remember when he punched the Tar Baby and his fist got stuck? And he hit again. And his other fist got stuck. So he used his feet. His feet got stuck. And he couldn't get out of the Tar Baby to... Uh, to uh, get out of that, the, the mess that he is in. And I think it's a lot of time with us as Christians, we, uh, we get ourselves stuck and we keep finding a way to get out. But that's because we're relying on our power, our strength, and our abilities. And that's why we're stuck, whether it's oppression, anxiety, 
uh, dealing with fear, dealing with finances, dealing with addiction, whatever it is, that's why we have to give it over to God. Only God can give us that strength to endure, to persevere, to free us from that proverbial tar baby where we're no longer stuck in those areas of addiction and, and problems and, and emotional and mental aspects of our lives because we're trusting in Him, we're leaning on Him, we're giving it all over to God daily. And when you can do that, then you can be free and you will be filled with joy. You'll be filled with confidence. You'll be filled with boldness because you're giving it over to God because you understand he is the authority. He is the author and the finisher of our lives. And so that's why we give our all to Jesus Christ every day, leaning upon him. You know, I've used the illustration before when you see a lot of times you see children and uh, they're very shy. And what do they do? They, they press their faces into their mother's legs or they're hide behind their daddy's legs and, and grabbing on holding tight uh, because they they know that they are protected they trust in that that's what we have to do as christians we have to lean into god we have to grasp hold of him trusting in him knowing he's going to protect us and he's going to meet all of our needs that's why my main focus of of uh, of, of teaching last night was talking about contentment because we do live in uncertain times which raises our anxiety but when we know that we can depend upon him and he's going to meet all of our needs according to his riches and glory there's nothing to worry about there's nothing to fear and that's why we give it all over to God daily each and every day knowing that he's going to meet those needs according to his riches and glory so give it over to God give it to him lean upon him trust in him and let this stuff go as I've said many times before, so I read Matthew uh, 6.25 in regards to anxiety and, and worry and fear. Because worrying and wringing your hands and getting upset, it don't change a thing. It don't change nothing. You know, I think sometimes people find a, you know, you, you have a, a sick uh, peace uh, in their uh, mental or emotional state of anxiety, depression, or fear. It's like they know they need to give it to God, but yet they cling into it because in some sick way they find solace in it. You know, I don't know if that makes sense or not, but because they, 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 they seem to feel like they feel like they can't function unless they've got a little bit of that they still hold on to. Man, you got to let it go. You got to give it all over to Jesus Christ and give it all over to God and let it go. And when you start feeling those thoughts coming on, that's when you start fighting. That's why when you resist the devil, when you start feeling those temptations, the thoughts coming in and into your head, that's when you say, no, I'm not doing that. I'm not focusing on that. All right, Jesus, help me to focus on you. Help me to trust in you. Help me to get into word. Help me to memorize the verses that I need to fight back so that I don't fall into those traps that I fall into daily. And when you can do that, you will have a peace that surpasses all understanding. And uh, Amy says, I uh, love the song, Fear is a Liar. Yeah, I love that song too. It's a great song. It really is. All right, my friends, let us uh, go for the Lord in prayer. Therefore, Lord, we just thank you, love you, and praise you. Uh, Lord, we just uh, thank you for all that you do for us. Thank you for always meeting our needs. Lord, help us to resist the devil, Lord Jesus. Help us to fight back. Help us to push back. Because we know that if we draw close to you, you will draw close to us. Help us to humble ourselves. Help us to submit to you and to serve you well. And Lord, I do pray that if anyone's watching or listening this morning that doesn't know you, let him pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with the Holy Spirit. Lord, I do want to lift up a special prayer for Ginger Hood and Troy. Lord, I know they're having a very tough time right now. Lord, I pray that you'll help them and guide them. Lord, I pray that you be with little Blakely. And I pray that you bring healing upon her and help her and her family. Give her and her parents peace. And Lord, I do pray for all of our kids who are going to school and work and running around. You'll keep them safe and well. Put a hedge protection about them. 
with all my brothers and sisters Christ who are watching and listening this morning, so that you keep them safe and well as they're going out and coming in. Have us, Lord, to trust in you, to depend upon you, to serve you well. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, my friends, hope everybody has a good day today and a blessed day. Uh, now, tomorrow I will not have a morning devotion. I have to get up early. I have to have, uh, Lord willing, unless something changes, I'll be having surgery in the morning on my ears. And uh, so be a prayer that all goes well with that. I've been in a lot of pain, a lot of discomfort. It's been really tough and trying. So uh, keep me in your prayers, if you will. But Lord willing, uh, Monday, we'll get back to uh, to a regular devotional time. So this will be my last sign off for the week. Hope everybody has a great day today. Oh, thank you, Jennifer Corby Williams. Appreciate the prayers. So I hope everybody has a great day today, a fantabulous day. And remember, live each day as if it were your last. Why? Because one day it will be. Thanks for watching. God bless.